It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Hour two of the Tim Weisberg Show. Tim is off today, recovering. He will, uh, he'll be back with us real soon. I'm Brian, the guy that you hear on Saturday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. The quote of the day. Don't be afraid to give up the good, to go for the great. Don't be afraid to give up the good, to go for the great. That quote from John D. Rockefeller. Let's see. Oh, Super Bowl. It's all set. The Chiefs are going back again. You know, a few years ago when the Chiefs won for the first time, I was happy for them. They hadn't been there in 50 years. Last year, take it or leave it, wasn't really interested in in the two combatants, but okay, Chiefs. Chiefs, San Francisco, this is a repeat of the Super Bowl the Chiefs won a, a few years ago, and I'm thinking, you know, I, I think I want the 49ers. The 49ers have been there five, they, they've won five. I'm not sure that the 49ers have, have lost the Super Bowl. I have to think real hard about that for a while. But I like the 49ers. If they win, they will have as many Super Bowl victories as the Patriots. And Pittsburgh. 49ers, Chiefs. Do you, do you have a preference? You know, the big bets are coming out now. I, I guess I'm the big loser here. On Saturday morning... Ken Pittman was saying that the 49ers and the Chiefs would both win. And I said, nah, I, I, I thought that the Niners were going to win. But I was pretty sure Baltimore would be able to beat the, the Chiefs wrong again. You know, it won't be the first time, won't be the last. Uh, anyway, uh, that's out there for you, 508-996-0500. There's a story uh, we, and we've uh, also talked about uh, what's going on with um, with the U.S. service personnel. If you'd like to to jump in on that, if you or if maybe you haven't heard about it, three U.S. servicemen killed in Jordan. By the way, and I should not make light of this, but bringing it up since all the fighting began with. Hamas and Israel back on October 8th, let's say, October 7th, October 8th. 
these are the first fatalities of, of U.S. service personnel. So I guess that's a good sign that it's the first. Hopefully it's the last. Hopefully that it's the only attack. But that stated, uh, there have been skirmishes that have been going on. The United States has been lobbing missiles and they have received missiles out at ships and, and at bases. So uh, these skirmishes have been going on. It begs the question, why are we there? As a caller brought up, you know, how much of this do we take? I think you find out exactly who it is first and then respond accordingly. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. But that's out there too. Something else happened over the weekend that I, I'm not sure has gotten a lot, of, a lot of play. And I definitely want to bring it to your attention. It seems that the Healy administration has come up with a plan. A plan that is going to relieve some of these emergency shelters. And by doing so, the state is setting up a plan where, I got the story right here. Where did I put it? I hate when I can't keep things in front of me. It was right here just a second ago. At any rate, I, I know enough about it that I can that I can give you the gist of it. And the plan goes like this. The state is working on using our state tax dollars to find permanent housing for the migrants. Permanent housing for the migrants, and they're using eight agencies to help you know, in this transition, help these folks find housing and then come up with these wraparound plans. And so, in other words, they're going to be agencies getting money. Uh, no matter how you look at it, the agency is going to, you know, they're, they're like the middleman. And they're going to get paid for coming up with wraparound plans and, and helping folks find housing and making sure that uh, when they find housing that, uh, they get jobs, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how are they going to find jobs if the Biden administration hasn't allowed for these workers, these people to have jobs? That part hasn't been figured out as of yet. Yet here we go with some kind of plan. Now, is a plan necessary? I guess it is. Who's supposed to come up with it? More Again, it's more government coming up with yet another government plan. And since this is Free Thinkers Day, this Free Thinker is thinking all you're doing is passing the tax dollar from one agency to another. I could be wrong, but the way I read the story, it certainly seems that I'm right. There are 7,500 plus families in these emergency shelters. This 
new program hasn't been tried anywhere else in the country. This new program would take care of roughly 400 families. 508-996-0500. What happens to the other 7,100 families? Hello. Good morning, Brian. Morning, Brian. I have another quotation for you from uh, John D. Rockefeller. I've got plenty of those. But yeah, go ahead. I, I, I'm paying you to. I'm paying. I'm not paying you to think. I'm paying you to do as you're told. Oh. End quote. That's uh, John D. Rockefeller. I mean, as a matter of fact, that uh, the school system that we have today was uh, also backed by John D. Rockefeller. Uh, the blueprint uh, of what we're seeing today the, in our public the, the schools. The sketch from Horace Mann. Yeah. Yep. And it's. Another important story, and I hope Phil Devitt can look into it, is the truckers' convoy. Uh, truckers are coming uh, from all every state to the southern border to, to back up Governor uh, Abbott in Texas. They are doing that. They've been, uh, they left, uh, I believe, on Thursday or Friday, correct? Well, I, uh, they said they are going to be there today, the whole week. I don't know if it's going to be more than a week, but uh, we got our own issues here. Joe Biden said when he was vice president, you have no border, you have no country. Today, this flip-flopper says, no, cut the wires and let them all in. He's a U.N. puppet. You know, uh, uh, Assistant General uh, Antonio Guterres, he takes, his, uh, he takes his orders from him and the United Nations and, uh, and, his, uh, and his boss, Xi, from China. You know, infiltrate the United States, weaken it, so uh, communism can come in. Do you think that's what they're trying to do? Oh, do you I think, think that's so. what the Chinese are trying to do? Oh, the writing's on the wall. And the U.N., as a matter of fact, then it's been reported uh, that they're giving out uh, debit cards uh, to these uh, uh, foreign nationals to come to the border. They're, they're paying for their transportation and uh, uh, foodstuffs. To come here, and the United States under Biden is paying for most of it, but the U.N. Uh, is also paying for these debit cards and to help them uh, get to the border because, come on, let's face it. If you're in Brazil, you're going to climb through all those uh, jungles, and you're going to get in a canoe to go all the way to the border. That's a long way to go. Somebody's got to pay for it, right? I sure would like to know why they're, why they're coming. Yeah. And I want to know why the United Nations is paying for these people to invade our country and uh, why the Secret Service hasn't done anything about this traitor in the White House. He makes Benedict Arnold look like a quiet boy. <laughs> Thank you for your call. I do appreciate it. Let us continue. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I am. You? I'm doing good, too. Maura Healy could make a committee to form a commission to make another committee to get these people housing. All well-paid jobs. That's how we can boost our economy. Give, I want to make sure I understand that. <clears throat> form a committee to form a committee. I know, a commission. Oh, a, a committee, then commission. Yeah, and then committee again. And then another committee. What do we do with the, the people that need the housing and need the jobs? Well, do we well, give we any? Just, do they get any of these jobs? Do they end up on the commissions or or committees? Uh, uh, no, no, they're the one that's going to receive the money from those guys from the committee to get housing. 
Who's going to who, who's going to be left for the unemployment office? Gee, but that's why we get rid of all the unemployment, and the taxpayers just have to raise taxes like her five percent tax increase on excise tax. We can have a fifty percent increase on all the taxes. That way, they're not raising taxes; they're just adding a little tiny tax. <laughs> A little peck here, a little peck there. Why don't we just raise the excise tax? Why don't, why don't we let Maura Healy uh, let let there be a, a local option and then the cities and towns can tax their own people? Yeah, that's what Even yeah, more. That's perfect. That's why she never raises taxes. So she can run for the presidency in the 2028. Huh. What a great idea and, that is. And she can run... On the platform of I've never raised taxes. Uh, no, she can run on the platform that says I cut taxes. Yeah, right. She, cut, she cut taxes. And what else has she done? She she is cutting taxes and giving us no cost community colleges and and free school lunches. Doesn't get any Absolutely. better than that. And no dodgeball. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, no tag either. No tag? Yeah, you can't play tag. That's aggression. You're, you're hitting somebody. That's right. And you, if a boy hits a girl, that could be sexual assault. What happens if a girl hits a boy? Well, it could be sexual assault again on the other side. Yeah, but they never get charged. That's only that's only if a girl teacher does it to a boy student. That's right. <laughs> Thanks right, for the Brian, call, have man. Have a great day. You too. 508-996-0500. Yeah, you know, Maura Healy submitted her state budget proposal. Thankfully, it's a proposal. Here's the good thing. It's only $58 billion. $58 billion. Did you ever in your, a couple of years ago, when Charlie Baker was submitting one around $50 billion, we were sitting here saying, did you ever think it would get to $50 billion? She's submitting one that's $58 billion right now. What's the next one going to be? If Maura Healy last Eight years in office. Think about this for a second. If she lasts eight years in office, do you realize we could have a state budget that's more than $100 billion? <laughs> uh, welcome back. Oh, I found that story. Massachusetts launching nation's first pilot program to help migrant families in shelters find long-term housing. It was in the Boston Herald. Governor Maura Healy's administration is in the process of inking contracts with all eight resettlement agencies in Massachusetts to launch a one-year pilot program that could help up to 400 migrant families already in shelter find long-term housing and employment. First of all, we have resettlement agencies. Resettlement agencies. 
If you are thinking about starting a business and you want to contract with the state and you want to make sure that your agency gets oodles and oodles of money, you might want to start one of these resettlement agencies. Here's what the resettlement agencies are going to be charged with doing with this state-funded pilot program. They would uh, work with migrant families who are already in emergency assistance shelters to find an apartment or other long-term solution. Now, don't we already have rental agents out there that could do this and, and get paid the way a rental agent normally would get paid, either part of the first month's rent or part of the last month's rent or what, well, however way that they do it. But no, we have to have a resettlement agency. And these resettlement agencies are going to get part of $8 million uh, in funding from uh, funds that have already been set aside, plus another $2 million set aside for this year. So there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money here when you're talking about 400 families. Resettlement agencies would provide one year of case management after a family is placed in housing. This is according to the draft proposal. That could include helping a migrant family navigate a new community. They're like welcome wagon. Find employment and make sure income starts flowing in so the family will no longer be dependent on state aid. Now, don't we already have agencies, uh, employees for the state that are charged with doing that? Helping people who don't have a job find a job? Don't we have... Uh, isn't that the Department of Employment and Training or Workforce Development, whatever whatever title they're giving it this year? We have these departments. And do you think that these agencies, these resettlement agencies who are already living off the government dole are going to really work that hard to make sure that these families are no longer dependent on state aid? I don't think so. Anyway, the Herald story goes on to say resettlement agencies would also help migrant families apply for home base. Home base is a state run program. Wonder where their money's coming from. Anyway, this program provides families who have been found eligible for emergency assistance up to $30,000 over a two-year period for housing payments with the possibility of a third year of help. What is this telling you? These resettlement agencies, it's just a little stopgap. Like as the caller earlier said, you're going to form a committee that forms a commission that forms another committee. 
The pilot program would draw $8 million in funding from a pot of $10 million already set aside for the resettlement agencies. So there are eight resettlement agencies. $10 million have, have, uh, has been set aside for them, of which this pilot program is going to gobble up $8 million. So if it's done equally, each agency is going to get $1 million. How many people work at these resettlement agencies? This inquiring mind wants to know, that's for sure. And you think that folks are ever going to get off of these programs? My guess is they will not. They will not. They will not. Your thoughts, 508-996-0500. I'll take your calls on the other side of Phil Devitt, who's got an update over in six and seven eights. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Brian. President Biden says a response is coming following the overnight drone attack at a U.S. outpost in Jordan that killed three American service members. Biden held a moment of silence for the soldiers killed during an event in South Carolina Sunday, calling it a tough day in the Middle East. The White House is blaming radical Iran-backed militant groups for the strike. It marks the first U.S. troops killed by enemy fire in the Middle East since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. The head of the United Auto Workers Union says a presidential endorsement has to be earned and that President Biden has earned his. He stood up with us for the first time in U.S history, we had a sitting president join striking workers on the picket line. UAW President Sean Fain spoke on CBS's Face the Nation just four days after formally endorsing Biden during the union's national convention in Washington, D.C. Fain contrasted Biden and former President Trump, saying that the current president has a history of, quote, serving and fighting for the working class. Fain said that Trump has a history of, quote, serving himself and standing for the billionaire class. The leader of a major global charity organization is calling the amount of aid getting into Gaza woefully inadequate. We're looking at about 130, 150 trucks getting in a day on a good day. Save the Children CEO Yanti Saripto said she spent time at the Rafa crossing during her recent 10-day visit to the region. Saripto said there were hundreds and hundreds of trucks on the Egyptian side of the crossing waiting to get into Gaza. She said that prior to October 7th, Around 500 trucks carrying aid and supplies were crossing into Gaza each day. October 7th was the day Hamas attacked Israel, killing more than 1,200 and taking around 250 hostage. General Hospital star Tyler Christopher's cause of death has been revealed. The San Diego medical examiner says the actor suffocated due to the position that he was in while being intoxicated. Christopher, who starred in over 1,100 episodes of General Hospital between 1996 and 2016, was found dead in the bedroom of his San Diego apartment in October. Comedian Jay Leno is reportedly seeking a conservatorship over his wife Mavis. This comes after her diagnosis with Alzheimer's disease. Few details have been shared, but according to TMZ, Leno filed the paperwork on Friday with the intention of becoming the conservator of her estate. The two have been together for decades after meeting in the 1970s and tying the knot in 1980. And today we celebrate dissectologists. Brie Tennis with what that's all about. It's National Puzzle Day, a celebration of the minds that partake in puzzles. From Jigsaw to Sudoku, puzzles are a pastime of 48% of American adults. Psychology Today says puzzles improve memory, cognitive function, and problem-solving skills. And if you do them, you're detail-oriented and most likely highly intelligent. 
I'm Bree Tennis. Turning now to the South Coast, the excessive force trial of Fall River Police Officer Nicholas Hoare expected to start today. And a New Bedford man has been arrested in a 2022 Dartmouth stabbing. That's 41-year-old Ryan Veenstra. Time now for WBSM Sports brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Celtics host the New Orleans Pelicans tonight at 7.30. And the Kansas City Chiefs will play the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. That's February 11th in Vegas. It's kind of a slippery wet morning out here on the south coast and yes some snow in places we'll check your forecast now with the ABC6 Weather Center. Slick roads out there this morning with the temperatures in the mid to low 30s. It will be uh, come uh, quite gusty as the day progresses. Uh, temperatures topping out in the mid 30s. It will remain cloudy as well this afternoon and the wind chill values in the 20s. Overnight tonight, mostly cloudy. Winds are still gusty around 21 and then tomorrow quite cold. Wind chill values in the teens. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Asidel Garmin on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. And we'll keep an eye on whatever winter decides to throw at us today right here in WBSM. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. You can have the snow, thank you. Okay. Hey, uh, you going to watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, always do. So I'll be watching. Chiefs, Niners. Well, you know, I don't really have a dog in this fight. Burf. Right? Uh, I was kind of hoping for Detroit yesterday, but that didn't yeah, pan out. Yeah, it didn't pan out. They, they certainly had a chance. Right. It's almost like they kind of gave up. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I hate to... I, we have a caller that says, you know, these games are rigged. I, I don't know that to be true, but when you see a 17-point lead like that disappear... Kind of makes you wonder. That's right. And, of course, everyone wondering if if Taylor Swift is going to make it to the game because she has a show in Tokyo, apparently, around the same time. Does she really? So the, the eyes of the world are on Taylor Swift's well, plane. The, 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 the kiss that they gave out in the football field. Woo! Uh, well, oh, there you go. Yeah, That's you a, go. a sign from above. A Taylor. Right. It's a Taylor kiss. <laughs> For our BSM listeners. Okay, man. Thanks much. I do appreciate it. We continue. Think of it as breakfast for your mind. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. It is Monday, September 8, 2014. Welcome to CBS This Morning. The president... You were disgraced. Oh, anyway, uh, we continue with the Tim Weisberg program. Brian in for Tim today. We were just uh, talking about, uh, before we went into the news, Massachusetts launching the nation's first pilot program to help migrant families in shelters find long-term housing. Now, here's my vision. I could be wrong, and correct me where you think I am wrong about this. This will start as a pilot program. Maura Healy is introducing it. She is uh, putting the the final wrappings on the the paper, the ribbon, the bow, and, and all that kind of stuff. Starts out with uh, 10 million 
10 million in 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 money that's somehow been set aside a, a broke state that we are money that's been set aside for these migrants and it will start off as what will be deemed successful and how is that going to be measured well it's going to be measured that the resettlement programs were able to come up with services for the folks and and find basically housing for 400 out of a possible 7500 families that are looking i mean that's a pretty low number when you think about it 400 out of 7500 but what's going to happen is in order for the program to continue it's going to need more money for the next year. So if 10 million was necessary for year one, well, you'll probably need oh, 15 million, 15 million for year two. Because some of the families that made it, well, they slipped through the cracks. And the other side of the coin is, well, that only helped 400 families, yet we still have all these other families that need placement. And so the resettlement folks, well, they would like to help more, but they just don't have enough staff in order to do it. And so they ask the state and the state grants $15 million. So year two goes by, they gobble through that $15 million and an additional 200 families, maybe 300 families are helped out. What happens? The state said, oh, we're kind of broke right now. We're not sure if we can keep on doing it. But now Maura Healy has made a big hit with this program. And she and her colleagues start introducing it to other states. California, Maryland, Connecticut, New York. And these states start doing the same thing. And the next thing you know, the program is so popular, well, Congress should get involved. And and you notice through all of this, nothing has changed as far as people still coming into the country. And so the program mushrooms here at home. And next thing you know, it becomes a state federal partnership with the resettlement agencies not only seeking funding from the state but from the federal government and the next thing you know these you know if you want to get into a business and you want to get government money you might want to get into the resettlement business because they right now they're looking at 1 million dollars and you know that pot is going to keep on growing and growing and growing and soon these resettlement companies what are they going to be involved with finding refugees private housing before they enter the shelter system in fact there's already a plan underfoot for that there's two and a half million dollars being set aside set aside so These resettlement agencies can help the refugees before they even get into the emergency shelter system. So that's almost like that's almost like the job 
that a real estate agent would be doing helping folks find rental housing. Except the real estate agent isn't going to get anywhere near a half million dollars or a million dollars or a million and a half. Your tax dollars hard at work. And we need to congratulate the Healy administration for coming up with such a such a plan. It starts as a pilot program. Pretty soon it's gonna mushroom into its own state agency. The agency of resettling migrants. Mike. Always picking on me. Uh, welcome back. We've had uh, quite a few things happen today. We just had some snow flurries and they stopped for a second, but now they seem to be picking back up again. And it's going to be off and on like that today, maybe an inch or two coming down in our backyard. One of the stories that I brought up early this morning, I'm going to bring it back up again. Not every person can hear every minute of every show. Story that I found out about, actually I read it at WBSM.com. You can do the same. It seems that dodgeball, dodgeball has been banned in Massachusetts schools, and it didn't just happen overnight. The kids that are high school seniors this year, they didn't have dodgeball. Dodgeball has been banned in Massachusetts schools since 2004. Why? According to a story that came out way back when this was first coming up, dodgeball encourages violence and human targeting. That's the quote, encourages violence and human targeting. An article quotes a physical education professor down at Eastern Connecticut State University who placed dodgeball in the physical education hall of shame, which is a list of gym activities he suggests could damage children emotionally. Dodgeball could damage kids Emotionally. Now, if you think that's just a little bit cuckoo, guess what else is on that list? Not just dodgeball. Here's another gym activity that could damage your kid. Duck, duck, goose. Duck, duck, goose. I never liked the game, but I never felt damaged by it. And here's another one. Again, 
not a game that I was crazy about. But I'm sorry. It never emotionally <laughs> scarred me. And that was musical chairs. Musical chairs. Can you? Now, I, I don't know about musical chairs or duck, duck, goose as far as being banned from Massachusetts schools. We know you can't play tag. We know you can't point your finger like a gun anymore. You know, kapow. But dodgeball? I almost feel like Jim Mora in, in those, those commercials for FanDuel. Playoffs? Dodgeball? Really? Have we sunk that low that we, we can't allow little kids? Again, who gets recess? K through five. They're so emotionally scarred. Oh, here's one of the things. Besides encouraging violence and human targeting, according to the article that came out Back in the early 2000s, the weakest players will be picked off first because they're the easiest targets. When you played dodgeball, is that what did you look for the easiest targets or did you look for someone that you you really wanted to target? Could have been a best friend, could have been your twin. Could have been somebody that picked on you earlier in the day and you wanted a little revenge? Were you always looking for the easiest targets? I got to admit, many times the easiest targets didn't run away fast enough. They almost, it's almost like they walked toward the ball or into the ball. As if they didn't want to play. But the whole thing here, a kid might get hurt by the ball because a stronger kid throws the ball and it hits a weaker child. I suppose that happens every once in a while. It's it's a rubber ball. Pretty soon. They're going to use Nerf balls. Oh, you can't. I'm sorry. You can't because you can't play dodgeball anymore. It's the freaky world that we live in, the freaky state that we live in. You can't play dodgeball. It's a wonder. It's a wonder why the military is having a hard time finding good enough recruits. Well, welcome back. It is snowing again. Real light showers. Could get heavier. We could see more than a dusting today. Hey, it's it's January 29th. We haven't even gotten into February yet. Uh, so expect some more. Today is the first day that you can officially file your federal income taxes. 
here in the Bay State, we have until April 17th to file on time. April 17th. April 15th is on a Monday. And April 15th this year happens to be Patriot's Day. And so you don't have to file on Patriot's Day. It's a holiday. In fact, Maine uh, gets the same privilege. Uh, We don't file until April 17th. Why not the 16th? I don't know. But at any rate, who really likes to file their federal income taxes anyway? Big story of the weekend is the fact that there was a drone strike in Jordan, killing three U.S. service personnel, wounding up to 34 is the last count I heard from ABC. President Biden vows to respond exactly against whom we don't know. Uh, We have been told as to believe that uh, it was this drone attack was perpetrated by Iranian-backed militia groups. What exactly that means, your guess is as good as mine. But considering uh, Iran backs a lot of people, China backs a lot of people, Russia backs a lot of people, the United States backs a lot of people and groups. Do we go after the backers or do you go after the, the real perps, the perpetrators? I think uh, the Biden administration needs to figure out exactly who did it. And all For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.